How's it going today? That's great. Uh, I, uh, prior to this starting, uh, Sarah told me that I might be the only person she ever had to tell to talk lower. Uh, so hopefully, I'm sure you guys will, yeah, ever. So I'm sure you guys will hear me just fine out there, hopefully. Uh, how was y'all's week? Good. It probably wasn't as good as mine. Uh, I'll tell you why. On Monday, I got to do, I'm geeking out just thinking about the chance I got to do this. I got to be on a podcast, which is hosted by one of my youth group students, Shane Vervoort. He, he has a podcast, which is, might I say, 18 episodes deep, which is very impressive. Uh, it's called Talk the Walk. So they, they, uh, they talk about their faith, uh, and it's uh, the only teenage-hosted uh, um, uh, Christian podcast that I know of. So I got to be a host. I was their first adult host, so you all can eat your heart out. Uh, we, uh, we got into some deep stuff. We talked about... Uh, Calvin versus Wesley, and um, it was it was some interesting discussions, and I had a great time, and I was uh, I'm very very blessed. And it's very cool to be a part of uh, the ministry of one of my students. Uh, so, uh, thank you guys for being here today. I I get uh, I get nervous getting up here. Um, about three years ago, I had my first sermon with you guys, and I was uh, 24 years old, and I had this. Uh, I was first time up on the stage. Uh, this is my fourth sermon now at this church, and this is, I'm, I'm coming up on four years here, and uh, I, I had this, and every time, for whatever reason, I have this, like, uh, imposter syndrome, like, I shouldn't be up here, but I get, I got four texts this week saying, uh, or within the last couple days, and also this morning saying, you're going to do great, Josh, so you guys are so supportive of me, um, and if you ever are stressed, go find my two-year-old son, August. I gave him a hug prior to this, stresses just melted away. I think I'm going to monetize that uh, so he can, uh, so I can, I can make a little money off that sweet guy. If he ever becomes a hugger, the world's going to be a different place. He's not a hugger. Uh, um, so uh, I am here today to talk to you about one of the most common and most um, heard stories in Scripture, and it's the, uh, the story of Zacchaeus. Um, Zacchaeus, there's, it's interesting because we learn it so much when we're little. All of our kids learn it, you know, from when they're able to walk because um, it's kind of fun to, to, to think of and laugh at this, this really rich guy climbing up a tree because he's little and he can't see. And you make a song out of it, and we, half of us knew it. Um, it's just a story that we all kind of know. Um, so uh, even so much that it's... it's um, it's engraved in the, the children uh, and the, the children's messages we have in our churches so much that uh, yesterday, in her encouragement, Millie texted me, uh, our children's pastor, or one of our children's pastors texted me a little video of Zacchaeus, a little animated video, and said, you're going to do great. Uh, so um, it's, uh, it's, it's <laughs> we all heard the story, uh, and it's sometimes hard when you've heard a story so many times to think of it differently. Uh, so I was trying to think of a way um, to think of this story differently. Um, I actually was having a really hard time when Meredith said, you can preach about anything, Josh. Preach about whatever you want this week. Um, and it took me about two weeks to come up with this topic. And uh, I was reading my Bible one night, and then I fell asleep. 
And then uh, I woke up and um, I guess my, my, I fell asleep on my phone because I was reading it on my phone and uh, my, my cheek must have turned it to, to Luke 19. And I thought, right, we'll, just do, we'll just do a Zacchaeus. Uh, so there's no thought going into this topic. So after I picked the topic, I said, how am I going to make this cool? Uh, so I did some, I did some research, um, and I decided to listen to some sermons, and, uh, there was a very, uh, interesting sermon that I thought was really cool. I found on YouTube, the pastor's name is Simon. That's all I know about this pastor, but he preached this word solid. Um, there was so many amens, and, uh, you tell them pastors, uh, that were coming up from the, the, the crowd, and he posed this question. What made Zacchaeus climb up that sycamore tree? Um, so we're going to try and answer that today in a unique way. So this pastor, Simon, he used what he called as sanctified imagination. So he used his sanctified imagination to think about what Zacchaeus was doing uh, during this time in his life, um, in maybe the, the month or months leading up to when he climbed up that sycamore tree to see Jesus. So Zacchaeus was uh, a chief tax collector. This was a rich man. Um, let's put him in today's, uh, in today's life. Maybe he drove like a Tesla. Maybe he drove a Tesla. And he, I think he rode in style, so he probably drove a Tesla. Um, I think he, he probably wore like a green suit everywhere he went or, or like a beige suit. Um, he just, he always had to be styling, um, and, uh, he was, he was not well liked by anybody in his community, um, because he, uh, he was the tax man. Nobody likes when the tax man comes around looking for, looking for your, for your taxes. Uh, and back then, um, he likely took a little extra for himself, and that's why he was, he was a very rich man. Uh, so, because, goodness, I, okay, if you didn't know, I, my full-time work is in local government, and um, most of us know that if you're doing local government um, <laughs> ethically, you're not going to break the bank and, and make a lot of money working in government. So he's working for the government. He's having to take a little off the top um, when he's collecting taxes. So let's set the stage for maybe what a day looked like for him. Uh, he's going through his normal walkthroughs, checking on houses, and he goes up to this first house, and he sees the grass is growing really high. The grass is about right there, maybe, maybe even higher. And um, there's a couple broken windows. Uh, it looks like uh, there's some paint on the house in need of, uh, of working. And um, uh, there's a lot of mail in the mailbox. So he comes up to it, and he knocks on the door. And this man opens the door. And he says, who is that? And Zacchaeus says, hey, Mr. Blind Man, I am here to uh, collect my taxes. I need my money. Give me my money. Uh, and he says, man, you know, man, times are tough. Um, uh, I'm having a hard time. Give me 30 days. Give me 30 days. I'll get you your money. And now Zacchaeus has this opportunity where he can either uh, get his money or he can be gracious. Uh, and he's just, maybe he's just feeling a good mood today. So he says, oh, man, fine, Mr. Blind Man. I'll give you 30 days. And when I come back, you better give me my money. So uh, he goes on to the next house and he walks up to it. Uh, this house, nothing looks too bad. Um, he, uh, he goes over, he knocks on the door, uh, and a woman opens the door. And this woman, um, she looks distressed. She looks exhausted. Um, she looks like she's had a hard couple years, maybe even a decade. Um, and um, he says, hey, madam, uh, where's the man of the house? Uh, I need my money. 
And she says, the man in the house has been gone. He left me because I've been bleeding for years. Uh, I have this issue of blood. I've been bleeding, bleeding, bleeding for years. Um, and he says, all right, well, I still need my money. I need my money. I need my property taxes. Give me, give me that money. And she says, hey, I'm, I'm struggling. Um, give me 30 days. Uh, I haven't been able to work. I've been sick. Um, nobody will hire me. Uh, and he says, you know what? I have this opportunity to be gracious or get my money. And you know what? I'm feeling good today, so I'm going to be gracious. I'll be back in 30 days. And when I'm back, you better have my money. So he, he goes on. He says, man, this is a tough day. It's a tough, tough day. I, I'm not getting any of my money. Uh, he walks up to this next house, and he, uh, he knocks on the door, and this, uh, this woman comes out. She's wearing all black, and she says, uh, and, and tears running down her face, she says, sir, I, I don't have, I, don't, I, can't, I can't get it to you. It's been a, it's been a rough week for me. Uh, my son died. Uh, my son Lazarus died. Uh, you might not know his name, but he died, and it's been tough for me. Um, can you give me 30 days? And he says, Sure. Sure, this is becoming a really rough day for me. This is uh, seeming like it's uh, going to be a, um, a trend that I see. So you know what? I'll give you 30 days. Then I'm going to come back. You better give me my money. And he goes to the final house on his trip for the day. And he, he knocks on the door. And he sees, um, he sees this woman. And he says, hey, madam, where's, where's this man in the house? I, I need my money. Give me my money. And she says, my husband's been gone for a few years. If you look up on that hill, right over there, in that graveyard, he's the man that's cutting himself and howling at the moon and calling himself Legion. He'd been gone for years. I haven't, I haven't been able to get a job. I can't, I can't give you that money. Please give me 30 days. I think I can figure it out. Something's going to go right. Uh, he says, gosh, fine, fine. I'll give you 30 days. But when I get back, I come with fury. They gave me my money. So Zacchaeus goes along, and uh, he spends his 30 days. And he, um, he's, had, he, he's got his money, and he's been driving his Tesla, and he, he just got himself a new suit, and he's going to go pick up, these, uh, pick up this money these people are owing him from 30 days ago. So he walks up to the first house, and the grass is cut. How about that? And it looks like he painted his house, and he's picked up the mail. And um, there's a couple kids playing outside. And uh, this is, are we sure this is, this is, this is the same house? This is, this is the same address? Uh, okay, let's go see. So he walks in. He thinks maybe the guy sold and got out of town. And he opens, he knocks at the door, and the guy opens the door. He says, hey, sir, that's a nice suit you got on today. He said, how do you, how do you see me? And the, the once previous blind man goes over uh, and he, he talks to Zacchaeus and he says, I was, uh, I was in the streets begging one day. I was trying to get that money I owed you. And uh, I heard, you know, you know, when you're blind, you can't see good. But uh, maybe, my, maybe I, I, I feel like I hear better than most people. And I heard somebody yelling, here comes Jesus. Here comes Jesus. And he just ran out. And called for Jesus, this blind man did. And Jesus comes over, and um, we all know the story. Um, Jesus heals this man's blindness. The man's blind. He gets up, and he's dancing. He's so excited because he's like, man, things have turned around for me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. Um, and Jesus uh, told him, don't go tell anybody what I did. But you know he went and told everybody. He went and told Zacchaeus. He said, Zacchaeus, this man named Jesus healed me. 
my, my blindness is gone. Uh, and here's your money. Here's your money. So Zacchaeus says, man, if my, I don't think that's going to happen again, but, but maybe this is my lucky day. So he goes to the next house, and he knocks on it. And he opens up this very happy and refreshed woman who, who the last time he saw her was struggling. She was physically ill. She was mentally ill. And now she's, she's got a pep in her step. She's cooking. Um, she's, uh, she's got her, her grandkids over, and she's got a baby on her hip, and she's just happy. Uh, and he says, man, you look different. How, uh, what's going on? And she says, this man I saw on the streets, um, people were crowding around him, and I just felt like I should go touch him. So I went over and I touched his clothes, um, and I, I got healed. I stopped bleeding. Uh, and I got a job, and my grandkids are coming over again, and life's good. Here's your money. So he says, what? Zacchaeus is shocked. He's, he doesn't know what's going on. Now he's starting to hear these mumbles around town. He's walking through the streets to this next house, and he hears people talking about Jesus. So he goes over, and he knocks on the next house, and uh, this, this young man comes to the door. This young man comes to the door, um, and he greets him. He says, hey, sir, my name's Lazarus. Uh, and uh, Zacchaeus says, weren't you did your mom name a bunch of sons Lazarus? Weren't you dead? He says, yeah, you know what? I, I kind of was dead. Uh, but this guy named Jesus, he brought me back to life. And now Zacchaeus is seeing ghosts. He doesn't know what's going on in his life. Um, and, Z and Lazarus says, hey, sir, I got a good job. Um, I got a good job here. Here's, here's my mom's taxes she owes you. So um, Zacchaeus goes to the next one. And he thinks, no way. There's no way this, this, there's no way this next house, this guy got fixed the last guy, there's no way this gets any better. This guy, this lady said that her husband was up on the mountaintop howling at the moon, living amongst graves, chained to some rocks, and he's cutting himself. Um, and he's calling himself Legion because he's got demons in him. Uh, and he goes over, and sure enough, Jimbo opens the door, and Jimbo says, hey, sir, um, I've been gone for a few years. I don't know what's been up, but uh, here's your money. My wife says you were looking. Um, here it is. He says, weren't you that guy uh, up on the top of the roof, one of them crazies? And he says, yeah, that was me. I was going through a rough time. The devil was, the devil was uh, he, he brought a legion of demons and put them inside of me. But then this guy, Jesus, cast him out into some pigs, wouldn't you know? And, and Zacchaeus says, oh, oh, gosh, I wouldn't know. That is wild. Uh, so Zacchaeus goes on his way. And as he's walking back to his house, um, uh, or walking back to his Tesla, I should say, he hops in his Tesla, and he turns on the news. And on the news, the, they're talking about Jesus. They're talking about this guy named Jesus that, that, that Zacchaeus just heard four different homes talk about how Jesus has healed them and had given them salvation. Um, and and uh, the news says, what do you know, there's a parade coming to Jericho this week. Um, heard Jesus is coming through. If, if anybody that's anybody's got to be there. And we know that Zacchaeus, in his suit, lash, uh, he got his good suit on, and he jumped in his Tesla and drove downtown, and there was no room to park. He had to park on the outskirts of downtown. He had to walk in and catch uh, Jesus coming into Jericho. And there was, a, there was a huge crowd, and we, we lad Zacchaeus said, I can't see squat. 
but there's a sycamore tree. I'm going to climb up it. Um, and the rest is his salvation with Jesus, is meeting Jesus, um, getting called out by Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, so that is um, a very interesting and fun way of seeing through a sanctified um, imagination uh, what drove this rich man who, let's be honest, I, I don't, if you know anything about me, uh, you know I'm, not, I'm one of the least serious guys you'll ever meet. Um, uh, but I'm not even really going to climb up a tree to see somebody. But to see this, um, this highfalutin man who's collecting taxes and thinks really highly of himself to climb up a tree in his best suit um, that he just got, um, something had to drive him up there. And it was, it was the whispers he heard. Jesus was everywhere. Um, all of these lives around his community, around Zacchaeus' community, were changing. Uh, and Zacchaeus was driven to think, you know, I, I don't have a good relationship with my kids because I work so much, or um, me and my wife have been fighting for years, or um, maybe, he, maybe Zacchaeus struggles with mental illness. And whatever drove him up that tree to learn more about Jesus and maybe how he could get saved, um, Zacchaeus climbed up that tree because everywhere he looked, Everywhere he listened, there was evidence of Jesus. Um, I, think Je I think Zacchaeus ran up that tree because there was evidence of Jesus everywhere he looked. Zacchaeus saw the lives of people in his community changed. Um, and all of these people were in dire and desperate life situations. They had their lives turned around and brought to joy and peace and happiness. Um, and they had heard whispers of Jesus um, and, and met Jesus. And then through their lives and through their testimony and through the, the salvation that Jesus had offered him or offered them, it spread around the community and spread around so much that even Zacchaeus had heard about it. And he had heard whispers of someone that was the bread of life and living water, whatever those words mean. Um, Zacchaeus sure didn't know, but he sure wanted to find out. In Jesus' own incredible way, Jesus was seeking out Zacchaeus before Zacchaeus even met Jesus. Um, Zacchaeus, uh, Jesus was seeking out Zacchaeus through people in the community, through their stories. Um, and it came, all came to a head when Jesus walked under this sycamore tree on, on his parade, and he looked up as all these people were around him trying to talk to him and trying to get their hands on him so they could be healed too. He looked up in this tree and he'd been seeking Zacchaeus through all these things, all these um, experiences that Zacchaeus, all these whispers and all these words Zacchaeus had been hearing in his community. And to, to bring it all to a head, he looked up at Zacchaeus and said, come down from that tree. I'm going to come to you, uh, to your house, and you're going to cook me food, and we're going to have a meal together, and we're going to laugh. I like to think they played cards. Uh, and, and Jesus made jokes with Zacchaeus' kids. Um, and it was the first time, you know, in like a movie where uh, the main character, Dad, he just, uh, he's, he's having a hard time being a dad, hard time being a husband, but something changes his life. And that first, it's, it's usually a comedy, and that first meal uh, back with his whole family, he's all excited, and he's making jokes with his kids, and his kids are like, yo, what's up with you? Um, that was the feeling in this meal with Jesus. Zacchaeus had been changed just from being called down from that tree, uh, I like to think. And at the meal, uh, and at this time where Zacchaeus and Jesus were in the home together, 
Jesus had brought this feeling and this love um, that Zacchaeus hadn't felt in years. He hadn't, his kids hadn't felt, his wife hadn't felt. And um, Jesus said to him, when they were done eating and they were done laughing, and they were done playing games, uh, and they were done having their good time, Jesus said, salvation has come to your whole home, not just to you, but to your kids and your wife, because salvation is not just for me. Salvation is for me, but salvation is coming to your family because they know me, but because they know you too. Every day they're gonna, every day on earth now is gonna be like heaven for them because they know you. And by knowing you, they're gonna know me, Zacchaeus. So Zacchaeus, I like to think went on and he, uh, he, he claimed he was gonna stop his thievery and his diabolicalness. Um, and these things were lifted from Zacchaeus. Uh, and I think Zacchaeus found the salvation and he, he kept it his whole life. And, and times might've got tough. Times might have got um, interesting for Zacchaeus, but uh, I think that this experience he had and and the evidence of Jesus was everywhere. He couldn't deny, he couldn't give up this salvation because there was no other choice for him. He saw it everywhere he went. He saw it in the love of his kids. He saw it in the, the community and the laughter that he had. Um, he saw it in these people that had mental and health uh, and physical um illnesses, their lives were changed. Um, and it wasn't just um, that day, but their lives were changed forever. And they remain different because when you truly meet Jesus, things change and you become evidence of his love and mercy and power. And everywhere you go, people see Jesus in you. Uh, my youth pastor used to say, um, uh, if, if, if you're if you're living the life of Christ, you're Jesus with skin on. People are going to see Jesus in you everywhere you go, uh, and I think that's for me a new way and a beautiful way uh, of thinking of the story of Zacchaeus. Um, that there was evidence of Jesus everywhere, and he could not deny that Jesus was there. And then he became evidence of Jesus for others. So, uh, if you'll bow your heads with me, we thank you, Lord, for being here with us today. We thank you for being our salvation. And we thank you that you are evident in our life and you're seeking us out and you allow us to seek you out as well so that we can be evidence of you uh, in the lives of others. We love you. We thank you for everything you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen. So uh, this now, the next minute or two is a time where um, you can reflect on um, how you can be evidence of Jesus in, in the world. Um, whether it's through um, your gift to the church um, by money or through um, uh, your time and your gifts and your talents, uh, but also how you can be a gift to your community outside of these walls. Uh, so it takes some time. You can, you can come up here. Um, you can give your offering here, or there's a, there's a table in the back where you can give offering. Uh, you can give online um, or, or just have time to pray and, and find out how you can be evidence of Jesus in your life to others. So uh, thank you.